Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast. Also known as the iOS something. Oh, man, I fucked this up already. The iOS update, man. Come on. How'd you miss that one? iOS update of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito coming into this with no confidence at all. And joining me as always is Mr. John Chapman. How you doing, John? Dude, I, I am excited uh, for all of our loyal podcast listeners. I just want to say thank you. Um, but we are decided to step things up here at Eat Sleep Fantasy, and we have a live video broadcast uh, several different places right now. So if you're listening to the traditional podcast way, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, we do have, we are live on YouTube, Periscope, and Twitter as well uh, with some new graphics for those of you that are checking that out. So excited to step forward maybe a little bit in the technology world world i think it has a lot to do with this podcast is me and you and we want to show the uh the good looking side of esf right no no dale nor armando we figured we get our two faces our two mugs on this pod we can we can bump our numbers up a little bit exactly uh we we are leading with our best foot forward hopefully and so we've got a lot of stuff for you guys today we're going to be going over news perhaps some trade stuff but mostly mailbag we have a lot a lot of questions that we want to get to and hopefully these are similar questions to what you guys have been going through so uh we're going to be here making sure you guys know what's going on yeah, we're going to cover all those questions uh, to a T, so we call it the uh, the teabag episode. It's right in your face. Yes, very in your face, and um, that's it. Let's move on. I don't want to talk too much about uh, genitalia until we talk about Manscaped later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not a good segue. All right, let's start with news, man, because there, there's a little bit of news, and there's a lot of questions, so... Um, pressing pressing news um i do want to talk a little bit about some injuries because i think that is uh probably the biggest situation there um let's start with you want to go good news or bad news what do you want first here right let's go bad first let's get the bad stuff out of the way all right and then we let's go bad news. news all right sammy watkins not gonna play this week mm-hmm. a lot of people are thinking man he's the guy that i, I you know i need this week Eh, you're not gonna have Sammy Watkins this week. He's gonna be out. Yeah, and it's you know they they got Hill back, who looked absolutely incredible in his two weeks. He's you know as advertised before the injury, but it seems like with the the other wide receivers, it's hit or miss. You know, can you play uh, McCole Hardman, miss, huh? Robinson, those guys? Yes, but uh, it's you're rolling the dice because it seems like each week one of them gets highlighted and the other one doesn't. And so it's a, it's a swing for the fences play. I prefer the much more consistent options, but if you are hurting because of bye weeks or injuries, you could definitely roll out those uh, second and third wide receivers for the Chiefs. We'll go with a little bit of defensive news here and some interesting trades that happened Tuesday evening um, in which the Rams 
traded away Marcus Peters, but acquired Jalen Ramsey. They did three trades in one day, week seven of the NFL. I don't know if that's ever happened before in the NFL. Like, um, and it's kind of weird, you know. They get destroyed at home by a division opponent. They drop to five hundred three and three. Uh, obviously, they were in the Super Bowl last year. But the weirdest thing about it is their problems are on the offense and defensive line. That's where they continue to get beat, and they didn't really address that. Uh, they did get Austin Corbett, who is kind of a draft bust out of the Browns, who I liked a lot out of Nevada, but they didn't really address anything uh, with what their main issues were. So it, very weird, to say the least. Weird, uh, sure, but I, I don't think it's bad moves. No. I, I think they improved. Yeah, they got better so, this year, for sure. Um, You know, I like the trades. They... They just need to go back to what they were used to doing last year, and and uh, they're being too conservative on offense, in my opinion. Anyways, <clears throat> let's continue talking a little bit about injuries here. Sterling Shepard's going to be out this week, already ruled out for. Oh no, I'm sorry, long shot to play week seven, but most likely going to be ruled out. Um, Probably not somebody you're relying on anyways. Yeah, those two concussions in the first month of the football season is definitely a bad sign. Um, Whenever you get those two back-to-back ones, it's scary stuff to say the least. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play this week or next week. A guy who's probably frustrating fantasy owners right now but has a lot of fantasy implications is Alvin Kamara who is dealing with a high ankle issue. Or video, I'm doing air quotes, by the way. Because um, they don't want to call it a high ankle sprain for some reason. A high ankle issue. Right? So, what do you take for this? Because I'm going towards the direction of he's not playing this week. And I'm hoping, uh, you know, you can plug in Latavius Murray or something else in that spot. Because I, I think Kamara's going to be out for for this week at least. Yeah, they brought in Zach Zinner, uh <laughs> the old touchdown vulture himself. Um, so he they they activated him and brought him in. So that's definitely not helping. And if Kamara's even if he is playing, you're probably looking at fifty to sixty percent of what you usually get out of him. He had the lowest snap rate uh, that he had all year. So you have to play that into a role. But also uh, Latavius Murray's going to be a stud if he plays. You know he's basically a high end RB two. So you got to get him into your lineups if you have him. Let's swap over to good injury news. Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley are both back at practice this week. Uh, Evan Ingram, I think, is trending towards playing this week. Saquon Barkley is what I would call a true questionable for this week. I, I think he can, can go, but not sure the Giants want to do that. Uh, what's your take on these guys? Uh, Evan Ingram, if he plays, he could be the tight end one this week. He has the best matchup in the NFL versus uh, the Arizona Cardinals who give up the most points to the tight end position. And then you add to the fact um, they're now going to be getting back um, their stud cornerback Patrick Peterson from suspension. So that makes it even more pass targets to the tight end position. Evan Ingram is, if he plays, which it looks like he's going to, holy cow, start him every Everywhere. Saquon Barkley, uh, you know, they cut uh, John Jonathan Hilleman, who just fumbled the ball way too damn much. Saquon's going to pick up right where he left off. Um, you're looking at if he does play, you know, 75 to 85% uh, share out of the backfield and target. So uh, you got to go get that guy. And if you've held on to him, if you traded for him, good job on both these guys. Two huge buy low candidates. I couldn't get them anywhere. I kept trying, but I couldn't do it. 
Evan Ingram, if he plays this week, uh, would you rather have him or Darren Waller, who's t- nobody else to throw to in that offense, and but not as great of a matchup? Yeah, I'd prefer Evan Ingram. I, I really would this week. I, I, I love the only person I'd put ahead of Evan Ingram this week is George Kittle. Um, that's it. But yeah, Darren, right. go ahead. No, all right. I'm okay. Um, but yeah, Darren Waller, he could have twelve targets easily. Yeah, I can see that happening as well. All right, a uh, little bit of I, I don't know what to say about the Todd Gurley news. I don't know if this is good news or bad news. But if you were expecting him to potentially be out long-term. doesn't seem like that's the case. He is progressing. Probably going to miss one more game, according to the team. Yeah, it, it, the weird thing is this. You know, everybody assumed the offseason is going to be Daryl Henderson, um, that he was going to be the guy. Was it? It was Malcolm Brown. But uh, they got they couldn't do anything on the ground versus the 49ers last week. Nobody else has been able to either. But Anything, th- period. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't do anything, man. They haven't even given up 20 points this year, the 49ers, to any team. And they play some high-potent offenses. But he, the thing that you walked away from that is, holy cow, Darrell Henderson's explosive as hell. Now, he fumbled a pitch which cost him big time but if he is looking good so if for some reason Todd Gurley is out Darrell Henderson's going to be a play um I DFS play kind of a deep whatever league but pay attention to that because if Gurley's out Darrell Henderson's going to be the guy this week I want to follow up on one more injury concern here um just because it's important, and I, I think we need to discuss it, but it's still kind of up in the air as to what is going to be the proceedings with Amari Cooper, who this weekend suffered a thigh bruise, and we haven't really gotten too much insight on you know whether he's even going to be out. It doesn't seem like something that he's going to be out long term, um, but what's your implications for him for this week? Man, it's really weird. Uh, Everything about Amari Cooper has always been uh, complete, amazing, best player in the game at his position, or is he even suited up today? This injury is going to make that even worse. Now, they have the Philadelphia Eagles this week in a huge divisional matchup, and the Eagles have given up the most points to the wide receiver position in the NFL. Uh, Again, you look at Minnesota Vikings and what they were going through where everybody was yelling at each other, wide receivers pissed off, all that stuff. Stephen Diggs goes for three-plus touchdowns. Uh, Adam Thielen, a touchdown against this guy. So anybody that plays the Eagles secondary, look for a huge game. So if he is out... Michael Gallup is going to be a top 10 play fantasy guy this this week. Now, if Amari Cooper does play, start him, of course, everywhere. Um, but he's whoever is the wide receiver played against the Eagles, and it's at Dallas. So you, you've got to think is going to go bananas. It's just not sure if he's going to play, as you said. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That shit is bananas. B- Thank you. That's all I wanted. Yes. <clears throat> All right, too, so which if you're watching, you can that uh, pretty much sums up most of the news is surrounding injuries. Um, there, there isn't too much in the way of of rumors right now or, or anything else. No breaking news outside of you know the couple of trades that happened. Um, so I kind of want to jump in a little bit 
into our questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about right? this because if you're part of our private Facebook group, uh, we take care of you guys first. Now, we get questions on Twitter, and we're going to do everything we can help you. Um, but again, Eat Sleep Fantasy, it is a website. Um, we've got lots of stuff. So uh, let's jump in right away. Uh, Curtis asks a question and says, please talk about D-Hop. Um, not worried because he's such a good track record, but can you give some insight on the situation? Um, kind of what is the issue with DeAndre Hopkins and should we be uh, trying to trade for him? So, Brita, Bri- Brita, Brito, are you willing to trade should for I DeAndre Hopkins? Con- what would you say? Should I feel happy about that comparison? He's played pretty well. Um What's strange is DeAndre Hopkins' slump has come at a time where Deshaun Watson looks great. <laughs> um, so it's a little frustrating, right? You you saw a couple weeks ago um, Will Fuller look absolutely amazing. But I think a lot of the the Hopkins concern comes with where the hell are the touchdowns, man? He hasn't scored since week one. Yeah. I, I, I get that the offense is spreading it out. And, you know, you've got you've got Fuller scoring, you've got Hyde scoring, you've got Duke scoring. But for him not to score in five weeks seems like an anomaly, right? But maybe it's the way that the Texans want to play, because they've gone four and one in that stretch, you know, divert you know, uh spreading the ball around a little more. Um, he's doing great in targets, 56 yeah. targets. That's th- that looks great. He's fifth in the league in targets. That's not, uh, that's not a problem. Uh, we're used to him being one, two or three, but, uh, fifth in the league is nothing to, to scoff at or, or feel bad about, but the touchdowns, man, uh, that feels like an anomaly. It feels like it should correct itself, but the way that the Texans are playing, I'm not sure if it's going to correct itself back to, you know, wide receiver one numbers. Right. I, I'm buying, man. I, I believe I'm in the buying, talent. I believe in the I don't offense. think you're buying the number one wide receiver rest of year, which is what you drafted him as. Yeah. And what you probably a still have to pay. Receiver, not the number one receiver. Yeah, you, you still got to pay that price. Because even people that have DeAndre Hopkins, it's not like they're moving off of him for you know wide receiver two price. They're still expecting um, top tier everything. So. Yeah, I'm with you there, but I I say go get them. Uh, Definitely give it a shot if you can get them. Um, But um, all right, next question is from Jordan. What's up, Jordan? How worried should we be about Patrick Mahomes going forward? Has not been himself the last couple of weeks, ever since that ankle issue. Um, Now, if we look at what Patrick Mahomes has done the last two weeks, even though he has been hobbled, still not a bad quarterback. So what do you think, Christian? I, I... I still think he's the number one quarterback going forward. Do you disagree? Rest of season? Yes. Patrick Mahomes? Yes. With the way Russell Wilson's been playing? Man, but that's the thing. You know the Seattle Seahawks are going to move away from the pass eventually. They do it every single yeah, year. But Russell Wilson's actually rushing for touchdowns again, man. That's true. That is true. He, he's he's going to rush for 450 yards again this year. But if that's the case, he's only averaging one more point than Patrick Mahomes is per game right now. And I just don't see mm-hmm. that Russell Wilson's going to continue with this passing volume or rushing volume. Um, 
Now, if they, if if we knew that they would keep up this game plan, but we've seen this so many times. Um, yeah, he's and even uh, go ahead. Even then, right? We, the Patrick Mahomes doesn't look as good, right? Even then, even then, he's still leading the league in run passing. <laughs> he's fourteen touchdowns to one interception. Yeah. He's lighting it up. He's just. You know, I think we're used to a pace that was astronomical. Um, and now that he's, you know, just great as opposed to otherworldly, right. um, we're like, what the fuck's going on? No, man, this is this is good. Patrick Mahomes will finish the year as a top two or three fantasy quarterback. I think very good shot even of still finishing number one. Um, I I. Don't have any qualms about that. I'm I'm literally splitting hairs right now. Yeah, I, and I, I'm I'm going to get going a weird tangent here. So let, let's have some fun. You want to talk about the NFL and the kind of redefining of quarterback play, and you you can call this whatever you want: mobile quarterbacks, dual threat, whatever. But if you just look at the passing numbers across the league, touchdown to interception ratio, uh, how fantasy points, whatever you want to look at, listen to the names of the top seven quarterbacks, and this is beautiful. I love this, okay? Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray. The spread system, it's here, and everything has changed with the way the quarterback position and offenses in the NFL have just progressed. This is awesome. I, I love adaptation, and I love the evolution of offenses, but we have so many mobile <coughs> quarterbacks up top. Yep. Um, now, what's interesting is some teams, Matt Ryan's still up there, Tom Brady's still up there. So <laughs> you have a couple of teams that still do the pick people apart, and then you've got right. some guys that are just – insane um and they're doing it through the air and with speed and all these things so this is pretty interesting curious to see um it's got to continue you, you look at the new crop of college quarterbacks coming up and it's same thing you know jalen hurts uh tua lova i can't tua tua lova i can't just say, say it, tua man tua. nobody can say it and uh even the texas quarterback l ringer you know like they're mobile guys that can move with their feet uh this is here to stay so excited about that to say the least next question we got here um next up we got jaime what's up jaime um Two, two part question here. You just spent a whole segment, you know, praising uh, dual threat quarterbacks, but you can't say Jaime. I said Jaime. Is that not right? Oh, it's not even close. It's not close. So you got love for. Never mind. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. Say it. Say it. Jaime. Jaime. May. There's an E there. It's J A I M E, right? No, it's Jaime. No, it's me. I'm it's pretty sure e. that's a Mexican name. Jaime. Uh, not that you would know. Um, anyway, I'm a person Oof. from Texas that teaches in an Armenian school. Give me a damn break. <clears throat> uh, so, hi, May. Um, I am. Uh, uh, never mind. That was going to get really sad. <laughs> this is where it goes off the wheels. Um, let's see here. Austin Hooper or Hunter Henry this week and rest of season. Ooh, that's a good question. PPR, matchups, you've got to go Hooper. He is catching the ball so damn much. His target share is better than any other tight end. And Matchups this week, Hoopers versus the Rams. And what was the other option? Uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry is at Tennessee. That's a good matchup. And I'm going Austin Hooper this week and rest of the season. The rest of the season, I'm going Hooper as well. 
Uh, this week is tough. This week is tough. Uh, I'm going to go Henry for this week. Better matchup. All right. I like it. Uh, um, Hooper rushes. All right. Let's see here. Here's This is a, a longer uh, question here, but that's okay. Whenever we look at this, here we go. How concerned should we be about Gurley and Gordon's production moving forward? I know we talked a little bit about Gurley's injury, but I, I love the. Uh, this is from Manny. Thanks, Manny, for the question. What do we do with these top-tier running backs? Because that's where they were drafted, depending on if you drafted before or after Melvin Gordon's uh, announced his holdout. But how concerned should we be for these guys that finish kind of top five, top six, year in and year out, and now their offenses are struggling? Um, do you hold on to these types of players? Are there situations where you're just like, get out? Like, I, I just want to get out of the, the, this whole thing. Um. I'm not necessarily getting out of either of them. Um, I did say that I thought that Gordon coming back would not be a an immediate, I'm going to get all the work because Austin Eckler earned a very large role in that offense. Okay. And so we've seen, you know, through two games, only 20 total attempts between the uh, between the two games, rushing attempts. Um, I think that'll increase, right? It's got to. Um, so I think you're just going to have to continue to be patient that Melvin Gordon, what you bought him for was a late season surge and to try to, you know, win your league, you know, weeks 10 through <clears throat> 10 through 16, obviously not weeks one through four when, when he was n- not reporting, but, uh, I think you still got to give it a couple weeks. And when you finally see that the volume is there for Melvin Gordon, then you can trust him. Yeah, I like it. And uh, the fact for that Todd he came Gurley, back early, you just got to wait for him to be healthy, man. That whole offense looks different because they're not going through Todd Gurley. Yeah. Do you think That's he'll be my healthy, opinion. though, at all this year? Um, so I let, let me that's that's a good question. So they have he, he's not going to play this week, I would hope. Um. I hope they give him a little bit of time to continue to heal up. And then his schedule after that, um, his bye. Uh, I need to go one, go one moment. Great radio, great radio. Um, <laughs> his bye is week nine. So do they bring him back for one game before the bye? I unfortunately think they do. Yeah. You just got to hope he doesn't get hurt. And then he has another week to rest after that. And. He's a guy week 10 through 16, I'm willing to bet and put chips on um, and, and say that Todd Gurley is going to look really solid, especially with games against Pittsburgh, Arizona. Um, I don't like his week 16 matchup because that's at San Francisco. So better hope that weeks 10 through 15, he is what uh, uh, who we thought they were. Yep, I like it. Unless Jalen Ramsey starts blocking for him, I'm pretty concerned. Um, now, uh, next segment, what I want to do is just take a chance to thank our sponsors, Nitrogen Sports. Here's what you do. You head over to EatSleepFantasy.com. It's a website. You click on the Nitrogen Sports banner, the number one Bitcoin betting site in the world. Um, so easy to get your money in and to get your money out. They incredible site and very, very user-friendly. So uh, my bet of the week, and I love this. I've made a lot of money this year betting predominantly on two different teams, the Arizona Cardinals and the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Arizona Cardinals travel to the New York Giants this week, and the over-under is at 50 and a half points. 
that's not that much for a game like this. Now, here's the deal. We got Evan Ingram coming back. We have Saquon Barkley coming back. I am betting on those two things. They are going to clear the over in this game. You have two of the worst defenses in the entire NFL. You have two very pass-happy teams that like to throw the ball despite having young quarterbacks. I love this game for the over. So again, head over to eatsleepfantasy.com. Click on the Nitrogen Sports banner. Um, Just click on NFL. Scroll down and you will see the over under at 50.5 points. I put my money down on there. So if you want to bet with me and make some money, let's do it. All right. The any any games here that you're looking at that the lines absolutely not the over unders, but the lines themselves just stick out to you <sighs> as like just being wrong. Man, I here's one thing that's crazy to me is the Los Angeles Chargers and the Tennessee Titans. You know, they bench mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota. They're bringing in Ryan Tannehill, and somehow the Chargers are still getting two points. Now, the question is, did the Chargers just quit? Are they done, or do they respond? Um, I personally think the Chargers are a good team. They just got to fix a couple things. So I I love these two points, especially going against Ryan Tannehill. Um, I'm just not the biggest believer in the Titans. I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to keep watching the line and see what it does. Uh, But that's one that stands out to me for sure. I think Vegas knows what we all thought before the season started, though. Yeah. Marcus Mariota is holding that team back. He's so <clears throat> bad, man. He, he's so bad. You can't have more losses than touchdown passes. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good metric to Dude, determine if you're a good quarterback. To bring this back to like fantasy relevance, um, any of the wide receivers become fantasy relevant with Ryan Tannehill because I was thinking that maybe. Um, Maybe either Humphreys or Davis get some traction mm. with uh, with Tannehill coming in. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And Adam Humphreys too, like who he's free yeah. everywhere. Like you just go yeah. grab these guys and hold them onto your bench because you don't know what's gonna happen there. I mean, literally, he could have a favorite target and just start. I think I think it might be Humphreys because he saw a little bit of that in the preseason. Remember? Yeah, and if we go back to when Tannehill was in Miami, that was Jarvis Landry, thousand targets a game time. So that slot Great. wide receiver, he loves it because he's not a good quarterback, um, but. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, and one other game, you know, you brought it up. I had this one in my notes, but uh, I was just going to save it for later. But why not? Let's get it out there. The New Orleans Saints are traveling to the Chicago Bears, and the Saints are receiving three and a half points. Now, this is one of those with an asterisk, paying attention to the Kamara news and all those things, but I do not believe in the Chicago Bears offense. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is expected to play which, again, very similar to Mariota. I think he is holding that team back, and I love the Saints' defense. So um, if Kamara plays, this is something that I would like to look at because, again, the Saints are getting three-and-a-half points, uh, which I like a lot. I I think the Saints are a much better team than the Bears. Something that I've done with Dale over the times that we've talked about some of these uh, over-unders is just kind of point out the games that have very high over-unders like you just did uh, with the uh, Arizona Cardinals with their over-under being 50.5. There's one other game that has an even higher over-under. And maybe the the odds makers are saying, hey, this is the bounce-back week for the Rams, or maybe they're just saying the Falcons fucking suck. But that over-under is 54.5. Um, so that's, that's a lot. <laughs> um, 
do you think this means that there could potentially be a very nice bounce back week for all those Rams players that we've been waiting for? Oh, absolutely. Love this. Uh, you, you look at what the Rams... So the Atlanta Falcons have the worst... They've put on the least amount of pressures against the quarterback in the entire NFL. Okay? And if you just look... Listen to these last four weeks of what they have allowed to be scored against them. 34. This is just one individual team against... The Falcons, 34 points, 53 points, 24, 27, 20, 28. They have not <laughs> they've scored at least 20 points every game. And what's crazy is Matt Ryan would be considered in the MVP conversation for how he is playing. His stats are nuts, but his defense is the worst in the NFL. Uh, they're up there. And so this is one of those teams that you target whoever is playing against the Falcons. You load them up. Uh, DFS, you play all the Rams this week, whoever is out there. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. This game's going to be a lot of fun to watch just because neither side is stopping anybody. And – uh, they came out today and said they're not quite sure if Jalen Ramsey is even going to play this week for the Rams. Uh, they're not sure where he's at physically, and they don't want to rush him back. So if there's a chance he's out too, and they traded away Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib is hurt, good gosh, it's going to be like a JV squad out there in the secondary on both sides. Going back to, let's let's do the opposite here. A game with a very low over-under, which you mentioned a little bit because New Orleans is traveling, going to the Bears, and that over-under is 38-and-a-half. So Vegas is here saying, we don't expect this game to be very high-scoring. Um, are you sitting here and saying, okay, I'm probably holding out my Saints? Not holding out. So, like, who are your Saints players that you have? Michael Thomas is a must-start, okay? Uh, now, if right. you're relying— Kamara's probably not going to play. Say that again? And Kamara's probably not going to play. Kamara's not going to play. Now, you've got Jared Cook, maybe. Actually, the Bears aren't too stingy at the tight end position. Uh, but then do you start Bridgewater? Ah, hopefully, you've got better options this week. You don't like to start the quarterbacks against the Browns just because of interceptions and fumbles and sacks. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not the best week. But, yeah, Michael Thomas, you're starting with confidence regardless. Everybody else. Oh, what about what about on the other side? How are you feeling about you know Allen Robinson here versus New Not Orleans? Not good because Marshawn Lattimore is going to shadow him. They've already shown this is what they do, and he has shut down some amazing uh, people. You look at what Goose Egg with uh, Amari Cooper. Um, wait, oh nope, that was the wrong game. Sorry, but he shut down Mike Evans. Sorry, that that's the correct answer. Um, like okay. Mike Evans had zero catches against him. So uh, Allen Robinson is one of those guys that if the volume's going to be there, great. But Matt Nagy been there. has shown whenever he, they play against elite corners, he's scared. Uh, he stays away. He doesn't trust his quarterback. And so he will allow, like, he'll game plan. And they're coming off a bye week on top of that, too, where they're just going to go away from him. Now watch Allen Robinson come out and have 12 targets. But I would not feel comfortable starting him. The only player that I would start probably for the Bears this week with confidence would be David Montgomery. That's about it. Okay, so I'm going to give you one more question because I feel like we're going to be getting it a lot once they uh, possibly rule out Alvin Kamara. Latavius Murray at Chicago, right? You got to make this decision probably early. This game's at 425. Are you playing him? Let's say you need an RB2. Yes. Do you think Latavius Murray is the guy there? Yes. 
Yes, because of the passing volume, uh, the game script for what the Saints do determines that the running back position is going to receive passing targets and they run the ball more than any other team in the goal line situation. So because of that, his vo- the offensive line is wonderful and they check down like crazy, which early on Teddy Bridgewater wasn't doing his first two starts after stepping in for Drew Brees. However, that changed dramatically as time has gone on. Um now, is he anywhere near Kamara level? No, but the touchdown upside's there, the target upside's there, and also the volume upside's there. So you, even though it's against the Bears, still got to play him if Kamara's out. All right. Cool, man. All right, that was fun. Let's move on and, and uh, continue with a little bit of uh, our, of these listener questions. Yeah, you. Um, but before we do, man, I wanted to tell you a little, uh, little story. I like your story. little story story. All right, so I'm sitting there, barbecue sauce. No, I'm just kidding. You don't. You don't even know what that reference is, <laughs> do you? Any idea? I don't. I'm way too into memes. Um, I, I want to go back a couple months ago. Uh, I uh, had an experience, and um, this is going to sound a little serious because it is. I had an experience where I was trying to, you know, trim my nether regions. Oh, okay. And um, in that day. I uh, also nicked my nether regions. For some reason, there was a lot of blood, or maybe I was just scared. But on that day, I decided there's got to be a better option. Coincidentally, the next day, I saw an ad for Manscaped, tried it out. I've been in love with it ever since. We reached out to them. They are now sponsors to our show. Real life story, if you want to stop cutting your dick... <laughs> or balls that is a great when you're trimming like. it this is the product that you need and so manscape.com our promo code is esf correct yep esf all right manscape.com promo code esf uh, they're going to get you started with a nice little starter kit travel kits the way you want to go with the lawnmower 2.0 the plow all the products for your balls um and it's going to really change the way you look at your personal body hygiene, right? If you like to shave your chest, your arms, your legs, and more than just you know your 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 junk, also a great option, especially with their lawnmower 2.0, which doesn't snag, doesn't nick, waterproof. Um, it's everything you could want in a trimmer. I don't know how they made it do all of that, but they did, and I'm very thankful. And basically, that's that's why we have Manscaped as a partner is, dude, like, it was just a great product that yeah. we wanted to work with. And so that that's how you know it's it's actually a real partnership that we want to talk about them. And they've they've done a great job for me and, and John's junk, which I have unfortunately had the pleasure of seeing. You're welcome. <clears throat> Long story there. Traffic but code. also head over to manscaped.com. Use promo code ESF. Also not a long story. Like a is really? a is a traffic cone size story. All right. There we go. Yeah, that is a thick one. Um it's a thick story. <laughs> thick story. Um it's it's hard to get around. Um if you use promo code ESF, you get 20% off and free shipping. Holy cow. Uh, head over there manscaped.com. We got a couple of more start ship uh, start ship start sit questions. So, Brito, here we go. With Nick Chubb's upcoming schedule and the return of Kareem Hunt looming, how do you value Chubb and should we be selling high or holding? Man, Armando and talked about and I talked about this last week. Uh, I am huge on selling Chubb. Uh, that's a weird phrase, but uh, Brito, what do you think, man? Yeah, so I do want to talk about the looming Kareem Hunt thing. 
because there's more than just a suspension at play. And I think people are forgetting this when it comes to Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt also had a sports hernia surgery. Let's not forget that that happened. So, yes, he's suspended for eight games, but he might not even be fully ready to start once he gets back. Probably, maybe, but not going to be back till week 10. Um, and Nick Chubb's been good. That offense, I think, has nowhere to go but up. Um, I think we all expected it to be a better offense than we've seen so far this year, but um, I don't know, man. Sell for what? 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 What's? What are you selling Nick Chubb for? That's this is where this is where I'll, I'll agree or disagree with you. So I, what do you think he's worth? Give him, give me a ranking, rest of season, and like compare him to something else. I, I would trade him for somebody like um, Keenan Allen, something like that. Let's say uh, Keenan Allen and you know. Uh, Devin Singletary, something like that. If I want to stay in the running back position, I don't mind trading him for somebody like Carryon Johnson and then add in, I don't know, Marquise Brown, something like that. Because again, I mean, you're, you're, then you're valuing, you're getting a lot for him if you're trading him for Keenan Allen plus. Man, people love Because yeah, Keenan Chubb. Allen is a top, uh, yeah, some people, okay. So Nick Chubb, rest of season for you is top 10 running back still, right? It's close. Yeah. Okay. It's close. Right. And he's been what so far this season? Number five? Yeah, he, he's up there. there. He had that one gigantic game, and then he had two decent games. Number three. Okay. RB3. Um, man, he's been good. I don't know, man. Uh, I, would, I would say if you're getting anything, if you're getting top five, Value at wide receiver, running back, yes. If not, no. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, you look down the stretch, he's got some amazing matchups, and he's got some of the yep. worst matchups. But if you – here's the thing, because 14, 15, 16 weeks – Where are the bad matchups? Uh, Pittsburgh. He's got two matchups with Pittsburgh. He's got Buffalo, who I still think is a great rush defense. They've given up some fantasy points early on to quarterback sneaks. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think that's a great – they still have New England. Two matchups with Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Um, also Seattle, but that's not a good defense anymore. Um Oh, they just played this week. Never mind. But he's on bye week this week. But he's got great matchups, too, because he's got Miami, Cincinnati, Arizona, and Baltimore. Those are great matchups during the playoffs. It's just, man, what's going to happen when Kareem Hunt returns? I believe in sell high, man. I, I really, really do. Um, I think you can get a lot for him right now. That's just me. Yeah. Why not try? Okay. Why not try? If you can get a lot for him, yes. If not, no. I'm not selling him at 95, like not 95 cents even on the dollar. I don't think he's going to decline drastically because of Kareem Hunt. And I like Kareem Hunt until he <laughs> kicked me when I was down. Yeah. Anyways, I, I see what you're doing there. All right. Golden Tate uh, had a huge week last week. Is he the real deal? Do you believe in starting Golden Tate? Uh, is he the real deal? Probably not. Do I believe that he can be serviceable week to week? Yes. Yeah, He's got Arizona this week, as we said. Uh, that is a wonderful matchup. Um, I like that, though. I like that. 
Yeah. He's going to give you a good week this week. And, man, again, you're talking about buying low, sell high, these are the type of plays. You pay attention to their schedule. They have this huge blow-up game. He's getting an uh, enlarged target share because um, Sterling Shepard's out. Shepard's out. Hopefully he has another But Evan Ingram's game. coming back. Saquon Barkley maybe coming back. Uh, if he has a big game here, but man, Daniel I'm Jones selling. I'm selling. looks like he likes Golden Tate, man. Yeah. Nine targets. But that's so. the thing: is Golden Tate going to be a league winner for you? I I don't think he is. I, I think he's a flex uh, play at best. I mean, timeout. Hold on. You want me to give you his play up schedule? Sure. Philadelphia, Miami, Washington. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> he might be. Bitch, he might be. Yeah. Maybe the concussion issue like is a little. That wow. insane. Man, stock up um, on all of your uh, Giants. Lord, fan. that's a good, good matchup Lord. in the playoffs. God damn. I didn't realize that. I, Saquon Barkley might be like the optimal. Yeah. Uh, trade target in any league. Holy can't get crap! Him now I never that he's saw coming him. back. Nobody's gonna let him go now. Uh, you. I mean, even if you have to pay for him full price, it might be worth it. Yeah, I'm trying to get him everywhere. Nobody will trade me that guy. Um, and our last question of the day. This one is. I, th- I thought this was a fun one. This is from Daniel. Michael, Time out, hold on. Golden State. If you had to rank him rest of the season, man, I'm putting receiver him low thirties, maybe lower. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're higher than I would have said. Man, I, I was gonna say wide receiver forty. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. He's a flex play, and a yeah. matchup flex play at best. That's how I see him. Which will be the playoffs. <laughs> there will be good games, but this this is this is probably gonna be a good a good game though. Yeah, and then you're gonna get a few duds, and then yeah. You just got to hope you pick the matchups right. Yep, I like that. All right, next question and our last question. This comes from Daniel Denny. Michael Gallup or carry on Johnson full PPR this week? This is an interesting question because if Amari Cooper's out, we already talked about playing the Eagles, but you've got to make this decision early because it's a Thursday game. Um, what do you do here, man? Still going Gallup. Man, I think I am too, which is crazy. I love Carryon Johnson. Not trying to throw shade there. Uh, he's a beast. But we, we've seen what the Dallas offense can do against bad secondaries. And if Amari Cooper is out, Michael Gallup, as we said, is a top 10 wide receiver, maybe even higher. I might move him up my rankings even more. Um, yeah. Minnesota is not a great matchup either for Carryon this week. True. Against the run, um, Very true. they are they give up the twenty fifth most fantasy points to running backs. So, uh, what is that seventh fewest? Yeah, so, sixth fewest, seventh fewest. I don't know. I can't do. That. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.